Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode i'm your host evan goldstein with me as always is the wonderful karen randazzo that's gonna take a while if you know what i mean (laughs) and the amazing chris randazzo i am one lazy bastard i we'll get to that in a second all right so we here on this week's episode talk television this week chris picked happy season one Episode 1, St. Nick. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what shows we should be talking about. I don't know. Tell us your favorite Star Wars movie. Because that's a big deal right now. Just contact us. Let us know you're out there. Um, so, Chris. Empire. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to be topical. Um, as I was watching this episode, Mr. Chris, uh-huh. there were so many possible phrases or, 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 or sayings <laughs> that you two could have chosen. And I, I, it's like a little game for me as I watch to try to pick. <laughs> so, all right. So what was your reasoning for, for choosing this Christmas spectacular that is Happy Season 1, Episode 1, St. <laughs> Nick. Well, when I first saw the trailer for this, all right, let's even back up further. When I first saw the comic of this, I was like, well, that looks neat. That looks interesting. <laughs> yes. I should read that. And then I never got around to reading it. Uh, and then I saw the trailer for this, and I saw Christopher Maloney and Patton Oswalt and just the general concept of this show. And I was like, I really need to watch this. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to do Christmas episodes of things. And then it was brought to my attention that happy is set at Christmas. <laughs> and I said, well, this is an opportunity I shouldn't pass up because I really want to watch this show, but I have no, you know, the only way to do it is if I force myself to do it, you know, on my own time at some point, because we're so right. You know, pretty, our schedule is pretty much chock full as it is. So, uh, I decided to take the opportunity to use it for the show and I, I I'm Happy I did. <laughs> oh, man. Were you not happy with that joke? <laughs> One more time. I, I missed that. Oh, that was bad. All right. So, okay. Let's just clarify. Calling this a Christmas episode <laughs> is like... <sighs> All right. To be fair, I had not seen it before. <laughs> no, no, no. It's set I'm not at Christmas. I'm not arguing with you. I fully believe that we should talk about this show every year now at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like people that say Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie. I understand well, Die Hard it. Is my favorite. Christmas I understand movie. it. I agree. But you know, there is room for argument in there. No, there's not. 
Okay. There's not room for argument on Die Hard. Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> the he gave there's room for this. argument on this show as to whether or not it's a. a a Christmas thing, <laughs> but you just when won't. I, when, part, you just won't participate in that argument. Is that is that <laughs> it? Like you're done. You're out. Well, no, you said I, your piece. I, I I won't argue on Die Hard. I just won't. You're, if you disagree, you're wrong. That's it. <laughs> okay. um, this show. Um, well, after I guess whatever the first when you get to the first commercial break or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I'll say even before that. After the first thirty seconds, I'm thinking. Well, I sure am glad Chris picked such a nice, happy Christmas episode to watch this week. I mean, holy shit. Wow. This was... Okay, so I had read the comic, and they they did a really good job of taking the comic and putting it on screen, because the comic was ultra-violent, it was dark, it was Christmassy. I mean, insane? Yes. Because this show is nuts. <laughs> I had so much fun watching this show. Like, As did I. I laughed a lot. <laughs> I found not only the writing, but the violence in particular to just be absolutely hysterical. <laughs> like, right. It was, it was gory violence, but there was a sense of comedy to it. All right. All right okay. So the speed in which all the jokes... Not even, I don't even want to call them jokes. Just how the the character of of Nick looks at the world and looks at his life, like it just it's it's off putting and hysterically funny at the same time. Like he, I still can't tell if he can die or not. I can't remember yeah, that I, that's, from the that comic. Was, that was kind of a neat little wrinkle. There were a couple of neat little wrinkles that were not what I expected. Like I wasn't expecting any. Any actual supernatural elements to be in the show? I just thought he was crazy, but oh. the fact that he is actually seeing his daughter's uh, imaginary uh, imaginary friend, a purple flying unicorn voiced by Patton Oswalt, perfect it's, casting. Ra- yeah, this, the, the, I will say the casting in this was was genuinely wonderful. It's um, I have to disagree a little bit. Uh, oh. The four mook like gangster mafia brothers in <laughs> they the were cartoon versions of gangster oh mafias <laughs> god in heaven those guys they were terrible and like it was so wonderful when they killed them <laughs> yes yes it was <laughs> yeah, i was so I mean, glad we didn't have to see those guys anymore exactly if you were aiming for a comic book version of some mafia guys then you hit it right on the head there it, Okay, so, all right, the the premise of this show is a little girl um, gets kidnapped by the creepiest Santa Claus I have ever seen. And I have seen Santa Slay, which features a, 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 a murderous, rampaging St. Nicholas played by Goldberg, the wrestler. Hey man, we we watched most horrible Xmas ever from Invader Zim, and like this, this was creepier than that Santa, it, you know, oh. the giant mutant Santa that <laughs> exactly has legs made of candy canes and destroys the world. He opens his his coat, and their dolls' legs and torsos, like so creepy. But even creepier than that was the stage show 
that that little girl went to go Ooh, see yeah. with her Ooh, mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I think uh, all the kid related elements of the show, the like the the imaginary friend and the kids TV show and all that stuff, that was like um, a very like a grown up with a dark sense of humor's perspective on those kinds of things. Yes. Like, probably in actuality that kids show is it is just like innocuous and annoying like but to somebody who's like particularly yeah. bothered by it. Yeah. It's all right, so little girl gets kidnapped by creepy heroin smoking Santa Claus and her her imaginary best friend sets out to find Nick, who is a cop or no, I, he's not a cop, he's a he's a, a hitman who was a cop <coughs> or a really good cop. That just everything went sideways. I think he's a sideways. disgraced former cop. And like, disgraced former hero cop. Yeah, like like you get the feeling like he was a big deal. I mean, like I don't know why. Did they say why the the? No, they did say why the Goombas had a hit, and it was him. He wanted to get all the Goombas in the same place. Yeah, well he thought hired, out he plan. Hired, yeah. <laughs> Gonna give him credit for that. Thinking of him as um, a former cop uh, just makes me like imagine this character as the you know post-apocalyptic uh, future of Elliot Stabler, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the his character, the character Nick, is like he is what he is. Like he's right out on Front Street. He's he's a disgraced cop. He's got like multiple issues. But mainly, his biggest issue is I think he just wants to die. Like, he's he's just tired. And he's doing every... What is it? My life is a swirling, shit-filled toilet that just won't flush? <laughs> Something like Something that. Something to that effect, right? And, that, and he told that to the guy <laughs> who was going to torture him by slicing off his penis in slivers. Like salami. Like these are these are the bits of dialogue that happen in the show, which leads to Karen, your intro line. Yeah, that's gonna take <laughs> you a while. I mean, like, all right. When I saw the trailer for this show, I was like, I, 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 I loved the comic, so I'm gonna have to watch this. I did not expect it to go as far as it did because it's on Sci-Fi. Like this ain't FX or you know a Hulu original, like. This this took it far. Yeah, I think um, I, I get the impression that this is airing a little differently on Sci-Fi than it is on Sci-Fi's website, which is where they're doing the the, the bulk of this. Because I mean, you know, they 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 dropped some they dropped some foul language all over the place in this. So there was a couple of f bombs. There was a a mildly. Uh, 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 I don't know what censored version or view of two people having sex in a car, like mm-hmm. it would. And I just assumed that they're just re-airing because I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it on Sci-Fi itself. I watched it on its app. I wouldn't think mm. that they modified it for their app. I mean, it's still Sci-Fi or c I mean, I feel like there's just like a TV edit. You know what I mean? Well, I, I hope so because this wouldn't have made it on any. Normal yeah, airing. No. 
So, like, what did what did you guys expect going into it, seeing as you didn't have the experience of reading the book or having any sort I mean, of history? I mean, I I expected um, Chris Maloney and a bag of insanity, and that's pretty much what I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. He did a really good job. Yeah, I don't know that I had any expectations going into it, and yet somehow it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with Karen there. It definitely wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. And Not did, really in a bad way. Just And did you guys enjoy it? Like, I can't tell. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm looking for, I, I want to watch the rest of it. But did, did you stop yourself from watching the second episode or did you watch the second episode? Oh, we, we just didn't have time. Okay. It was, it was late. <laughs> okay. Because I, I watched this earlier today and like a lot, like there are a lot of jokes and there's a lot of, a lot of really fast paced things happening in this, in this show. And I didn't want to watch the second episode and just get confused because like this this episode ends on like a bomb of information and i i forgot that bit i i i just i knew he was important to the girl and i couldn't remember why he was connected i thought they were just like he was just friends with his her her mom or something but the fact that he is like the the father is like that, that makes his like the level of his character has to change because it's now he's not just uh, you know doing a job like it's his kid yeah and i really I, I really am interested in to see how they they progress because karen karen what did you think of it i'm really not i wasn't sure when watching it if you were having a good time or if you were just enjoying watching me cackle <laughs> like a lunatic um i was enjoying watching you cackle like a lunatic um <laughs> I think I wasn't in the right headspace to watch this when we watched it because I was kind of half watching it, doing other things when we were watching it. And I mean, I liked some of the jokes hit me quite well. I'm not always a huge fan of like that gory violence. Like, I don't I'm not against it. It just doesn't always do, do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um I think I just wasn't paying maybe as much attention to it as it needed. Um, so it's tough for me to say. I didn't, I, I definitely didn't dislike it, but I didn't like it as much as it sounds like you guys did. Interesting. I mean, even the dialogue itself, like, like if you just don't watch it and you listen to it like intently, like you get this, this, the, the jokes are not all visual or like the gore does get it. You know, at times does get a little much, but yeah, she was rapping presents, which is like she's really good at rapping presents. (laughs) And here's the thing about rapping presents in our household is that like, so we have like, say there's 15 presents in front of us. She'll give me three and they'll like be the the boxiest presents imaginable. The squarest, cubist. Exactly. And like she'll be rapping like trucks and all kinds of weird like like live puppies, whatever it takes. And she's just like using like three pieces of tape, just doing this flawless, masterful job with pretty ribbons and bows. And then like I'll wrap my two and be like. All right, what else you got for me? She's like, you you can back out of this if you want. And I'm like, come on, I, I'm trying here. I really am. <laughs> I just picture Karen wrapping live puppies. 
Karen's really good at wrapping presents. You know, there are videos on the internet of how to actually wrap a live cat. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the show. I really enjoyed it. I think I thought they did a very good job of interpreting interpreting the comic onto the screen. That was my biggest worry because I knew what the comic was. I figured that they'd pull punches and they didn't. They didn't at all. Like I they, will say what really upset me was that all the stuff involving the girl going missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like I hate to be like stereotypical, but as a parent it just really upset me to see the girl go missing and then like how easily she got snatched up by that Santa and all the terrible things that happened to her. And I'm just like, this would be terrible if this happened to my kid. I don't know what I would do. And then the way the cops treated the mom. Oh, that was, yeah, that oh. was really disturbing. That was really upsetting to me. Well, I mean, in like, I, Yes, it was very disturbing. The part that bothered me the most was him handing her the grief count, grief and loss counseling card. Oh, yeah. Like, that wasn't... I don't know if they meant it, but, like, that was... I'm assuming that they did. Like, that visual, just the, the words and the phone number, I was like, wow, like, Nick's got to do something. Like He's got to be the hero of the show in some way, shape, or form. Because this show needs a goddamn hero. <laughs> does and i feel that nick is going to do it i like the, the scene in which he was being carted away in the ambulance and he's pointing the gun at the two emts <laughs> barking orders at them like like this is what i need <laughs> the cocktail of drugs that he was on and just kept popping those nitroglycerins <laughs> I did really enjoy the uh, the fight in the hospital. For some reason, that one uh, that was that was delightful because he was partially like trying to keep himself from passing out and getting attacked by all these guys, and then Patton Oswalt was in the mix with him, and I think that's where the show worked best for me. And like, really, Patton Oswalt as the voice of you know, it's a cartoon. But I don't even want to say unicorn because it's more like a, a donkey with a horn. Mm-hmm. And wings, but like, I can't imagine any other voice coming out of that character. It's so oddly yeah, it pretty, upbeat, pretty flawless. <laughs> um, like, just overall, it, Christopher did a phenomenal job embodying that Thank character. You. Um, no, not me. <laughs> everybody else was, you know, it didn't really matter to me because I didn't recognize anybody else in the show. I mean. Francisco, the guy that was the, the, the mob boss that was telling his son that he got he has to stop the dog from scratching or he's gonna burn it like the oh. other dogs. Like there is some weird shit in this episode, man. All in all, I enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it. I am going to continue like this is gonna be something. Another show that surprised the hell out of me coming out of sci fi. I would say if you are going to watch this, um, <laughs> what might help you enjoy it a little better is don't sit down to it thinking, I'm going to watch an, a Christmas show. Oh, or definitely Christmas not. Episode. It is a show I think that, that takes place the- during Christmas. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that was part of the problem for me. Was I thought like I wasn't expecting it to be like all cheery and sunshine and Christmas and whatever, but it was Christmas pick as a Christmas episode. And I'm like, all right, and it's Christmas is episode. Titled... I'm gonna wrap some presents and here we go. And oh dear God, <laughs> it is first... titled Happy Exclamation Point. We right? may have misled some people. I apologize. No kidding. <laughs> Talk about your misleading punctuation. <laughs> All in all, Chris, I thought you did a phenomenal pick. I'm glad we well, got to watch you. it. I, I'm glad I got to watch it as well. So, All right. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we got uh, some news to talk about. Stay tuned. Hey, gang. This week, it's a little out of the ordinary. We're not going to be doing commercials. Instead, what we're going to do is wish you a very, very happy holiday season. I know that times get busy and, you know, we're, we're, we try to do a lot of stuff for the site, but I just want to take this minute and say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, because we're not recording next week, so there it is early, and just let you all know that we really appreciate your, you know, your patronage, you're your li- listening to three friends bullshit about television, so... From all of us here, with this week's episode, happy holidays. Yeah, what he said. Thank you. It's like I was here alone. Well, you just kept talking. I didn't really know what else to say besides, you know, Merry Christmas. Uh, go watch the Invader Zim special. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good one. Christmas episode. It's great. Mm. Uh, we've got old Twepcasts where we talked about Christmas. And it's just a lovely time to sit by the fire and... And drink mulled wine and uh, um, Yule your uh, log. Yes, Yule You'll love it. Oh. oh my god, get out of my house. Oh man, I, I pity People, those that don't listen to the commercial break. I'm sorry, everyone. There's nothing I can do about him. Oh. But uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa. Uh, happy Festivus, um, happy Solstice, and whatever you're celebrating. Happy birthday. Happy Just birthday. in case. <laughs> happy birthday, Jesus. Uh, that's true. We support you, we love you, and we thank you for listening. Boxing Day, right? Boxing Day, that's a thing. I'm in the middle of a heartfelt statement, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening. Make your little jokes now. I'm all out. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hi, Evan. How are you? Oh, I am delightful. Uh, all right, so it, it's time. <laughs> it is. For the Dragon Ball Super. 60-second summary. Oh, I like when we do that together. We should do that. Okay. We should. All right, so you got your timer? <clears throat> I do. Okay, whenever you're ready, sir. And go. Alright, so there's not a lot of folks left in this tournament, and so the people that were left were a a trio of robots and some creepy old scientist, and so like the trio of robots basically all teamed up on Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan, and then Gohan was just like, no, no, I got this, because he's, you know, Gohan is occasionally extraordinarily badass, and then he was like, oh, I get it, They're, they're trying to, uh... He wants to. Uh, people on the sidelines were like, "I get it. He's trying to stop uh, Goku and Vegeta from using any uh, using any excess energy because you know 
they're they're the big guns, so let's let's keep them under wraps. And so, you know, Gohan made relatively short work of the robot guy. Goku and Vegeta pitched in a little bit. It was really cool seeing those three Saiyans fight uh, with one another and fight these robot dudes. And really, it wasn't an extraordinarily eventful episode. I think at the very end, the old scientist guy did some sort of, like, Hail Mary attack. Oh, he's going to turn into a giant mutant monster. So that'll be fun next week. The end. Thank you, sir. Greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for paying attention to the commercials. Or did you? Hmm. Let's talk some news. Um, Before we actually get into the news, I'm just going to say it was kind of a light week for news. So, sorry. First up, (laughs) this comes from Entertainment Weekly. (laughs) It's, some of them are going to be kind of a stretch. It's it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll make do. Um, was it last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago? We we were talking about the the creepers in Hollywood and and uh, I think it's been all month long. Yeah, I think it's, it's every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this week, later on, we'll be talking about it again. But this time, we're getting a a reprieve. I guess um, we stated a couple of weeks ago that. Uh, some allegations have been brought up on Robert Kepner, who's, you know, the, the creeper from iZombie. But apparently, he is not a creeper in real life, which is cool. There's no evidence of wrongdoing. So, I guess we... we There's were... been no evidence of wrongdoing on the set of iZombie. Interesting. Yeah, he could that's very well... That's exactly how that is phrased in the article. Interesting. I think that's I... an important distinction. Did not. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So I don't know where I don't know what the actual allegation was, whether whether it was on his in his work on iZombie or prior prior to that in some other forum. But the producers have cleared him as far as the show is concerned. Interesting. I read that. I read that same article. I took it differently. Okay. So there you go. That we were. I guess wondering how they were going to work that out for the show, and they're probably just going to go ahead and air the next season that he has been he's in. So, the yeah. thing that I found interesting about this story is that after he after they released this information, uh, Rose McIver, who's the star of iZombie, released a statement on Twitter just saying like a general thing that we need to stand by the sides of these women who are making these allegations and who have been you know, victims of these experiences. And, you know, it wasn't related to him or anything. It just, you know, the timing of it was interesting. Right. But that, that in turn, like that is timing. Allegations or, or this announcement has come out from the WB, right? That's mm-hmm. and CW. CW. <laughs> <laughs> and she posts that. It yeah. is. So it's interesting. I mean, we're never we're never going to know what the real story is, probably. But probably. I just thought that was an interesting aspect of it. Probably not. So, next up, Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt Much, big fan of the show. Shout out to Matt. We love you. We love you, Matt. I'm not shouting at you, Matt. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do that. He brought to our attention the most adorable tweet I've ever seen. Um, so 
it has come to you know the the Fox Disney thing has gone through, and um, Kaylee from Firefly, Jewel tweeted out stating that Disney buying Fox has resurged <laughs> the whole people asking me if there will be a season two of Firefly. But all I'm did thinking... Did you just say that Jewel stated something? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Chris. I hate <laughs> both of you. <laughs> but uh, all I'm thinking is that this finally makes me a Disney princess. Sort of. See, like, this is the fun stuff. I like that. See, you see, Fox owns Firefly and jewel work on firefly i don't know if you see the connection there and she wore that big princessy dress in that one episode yeah. I'm okay. i don't get it please explain it to me more. so all right there was an episode <laughs> <laughs> evan don't oh, do no okay. such thing you know let him be- live in darkness if he's gonna make this stupid joke <laughs> all i have left is stupid jokes it's all is, i have that is true i can vouch for that <laughs> I what I said about this to Matt is that this basically makes her in name what she's already been <coughs> essentially the whole time. Like she was already basically a living Disney princess. Yeah. This just makes it official. It's official now. It is official. I was kind of hoping Me and Bob will officially be hanging out in front of the quicker stop. <laughs> officially. Officially. <laughs> wow. That was a clerk's animated <laughs> reference wow yeah it was damn <laughs> uh, all have right to talk about that show one of these days we will uh, we definitely will um up next from <laughs> tvguide.com remember when we said it was a late news week <laughs> yeah carl Yo, got a haircut <laughs> damn right he did oh Jesus okay Christ. so spoilers for walking dead yeah spoiler for walking dead Carl got his hair cut. Not like he couldn't put on a wig. I mean, you know. But I'm not gonna lie to you, I thought he was putting on a wig. Appar- yeah, that was that apparently was some not. hair. Apparently that was his real hair. And it was a thing that he kept his hair because his dead mother used to cut it. I don't know. I don't watch the show. But apparently he's gone. He's it's official. This is how we know it's official that Carl will be Officially. It's officially official because he cut his hair. Yeah, this picture freaked me out. And I think it's just I don't. Is it the same kid? Because <laughs> he looks <laughs> way younger. <laughs> he does Hair look do younger. That to you. he, I mean, that mop was, <laughs> that was had a life of its own, I think. It had you its know own Twitter he looks account. like? He looks like Josh Makis. I don't know who that is. Hey, Josh from uh, the comic book store. <laughs> Holy crap. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Josh. Big. I don't know if he's a big fan of the show. Yeah, he does. But there you go. <laughs> Here's some inside hair. baseball for you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that made our news. <sighs> um, <laughs> he... he uh, announced this haircut, quote air quotes, on Twitter by posting a picture with the caption, new hair, who dis? <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Chandler Riggs is a funny guy on Twitter, so uh, you should give him a follow, because uh, I'll be interested to see what he does now that he's not going to be Carl! Yeah, is he typecast forever now? 
As Coral? <laughs> As Coral. His next... Oh, never mind. I'm not going down this path. Next up, another creeper in the news. And I've Finding known this Coral. forever. Because the Everyone's man known this wears Crocs. Okay, listen. Crocs are comfortable. I don't and they're care. Good for when, they're good for working in the kitchen. I'm not saying wear them outside of the house as a fashion statement. But Crocs are okay in certain applications. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, don't at me. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, apparently, Mario Batali's been accused of sexual <laughs> misconduct. Water has been accused of being wet. <laughs> this just in. Yeah, anyone who's ever seen Mario Batali be on anything on TV. Yeah. Yeah, like seriously, this is like... <laughs> I I See, wouldn't want to be alone in a room with a guy. <laughs> this is this is the problem. This the, okay, that's not what got me about this story. What got me about this story is that he apologized. Okay, but in his apology, attached to the end of it was a recipe for easy cinnamon buns. Yeah. What? And like <laughs> completely randomly too, like no context whatsoever. Just P.S. Here's this. What? Get out of here. No one wants your so, fucking cinnamon rolls. Uh, We're just going to buy them from the grocery case and pop them out of a little pop can and they're going to be delicious and fuck you. I think that was his way of saying he just, he's no matter what happens, he still likes buns. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Seriously, Evan, you... can we fire him? <laughs> I, I, I don't pay him. <laughs> he's here on his own volition. <laughs> he just keeps showing up. <laughs> oh God, that hurt my heart, Chris. <sighs> you know what really hurts? It's probably true. <laughs> All right, let's. Do that's that's <laughs> totally something Mario Batali would do. He'd be like, you know what? I gotta slip a butt joke in here because you know, just in I'm case. me, <laughs> just in case. <sighs> All right, did and, he, and he couldn't exactly <laughs> fit in the joke about his anaconda. So, oh no, no, I'm moving us on. Digital spy <laughs> brings his us anaconda the news. Is like the least discerning anaconda anaconda ever. It doesn't care if you've got bonds on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, in more news that nobody knew about, Sir Ian McKillen still wants to play Gandalf. (laughs) Play what? Gandalf. Gandalf. Why? why? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Apparently, is Amazon got the rights to do the show, right? Yeah, Amazon Prime. And Graham Norton asked him on his... uh, on his radio show if he's like upset that there'll be another actor portraying that role and he's like what do you mean (laughs) wait what (laughs) why can't i do it i'm not seven thousand years old or however old that guy is i can still play it so apparently and he's 100 percent right it's true yeah i mean if amazon knows what they're doing they're gonna write a giant check to him (laughs) yeah He'd probably do it for like fifty bucks, <laughs> and he gets to keep like, the cloak. I mean, he's worth a, a, he's 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 worth the millions that it would usually cost. But like, I'm pretty sure he just really likes playing Gandalf. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's I, I I I don't know. It's just that he wants to play the role. There you go. That's great, hey. and he should. He should. I agree with that. Um. 
Oh, man. TV Line brings us the new trailer from PBS's Little Women. Yeah. It seems like the story Little Women. It is. So there you go. They're not fearing They're little. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, it's PBS. They take their literature seriously on television. I don't, I don't know. I have nothing for this story. Okay. Well, some people might be interested in the trailer. The trailer looks good. Um, It's PBS and Masterpiece, right? Yeah. Yeah. Masterpiece always does a good job. Um, this is only going to be a three-part miniseries, which I guess makes sense, but I just I wasn't aware it was going to be such a short thing. Yeah. Um, and we know when it's going to land on Mother's Day, so that's mm. a nice thing you should watch with your mom. There you go. Way to tie it together, Karen. Angela Lansbury's going to be in it, and she made me laugh in this. I'm not, you know, I don't have any children, but... Her stating it, it's a recipe for heartache, headache, and indigestion makes uh-huh. sense to me. Um, okay. Now, from Deadline, apparently Vince McMahon just has money to burn. <laughs> like, I, all right. This Look, a- he, he had an idea and he believes in it. <laughs> Okay, he had an idea that failed in 2001? Yeah. I think so. Vince is thinking about bringing the failed XFL (laughs) back to the TV. Good ideas never go bad, Evan. (laughs) Yeah. That's where we're going to lump this story in? Okay, good idea. Uh, The XFL was a very short-lived alternative to the NFL. Um. It was the like it was the WWF back then. It was WWF version of the NFL. Less rules, more action. Um, extreme, extreme. There was there were storylines too, right? Where they hitting up like WWE style storylines, or am I making that up? I think you may have made that up, but I'm okay with it. <clears throat> they did because that's what football is missing. That's why football is is struggling to find an audience. <laughs> Doesn't have the WWE style storylines. Exactly. Yeah, there was not nearly enough uh, heartbreak and drama in la- this week's Steelers Patriots game. That was a catch. They really need to like just. It was totally a catch. <laughs> Fucking refs. Okay. Goddamn, lost their minds. Okay. Anyway, all right. This is silly. This is very silly, but like I said, some people have too much money. So, yeah, you know what's cool though from the XFL. We did get um, the overhead Lots of cam. Great jokes. No, yes, but um, what did they call it? Uh, da, 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 da. They're like that. The 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 before sky cam? the sky cam, I guess, is what they're calling it. But they actually incorporated that into the NFL. Yes, they did. So there you go. There's nothing else good that came of the XFL. Nothing. Yeah. I do wonder, though, I do wonder how whether the XFL has a chance to succeed in Trump's America. I think it might, guys. <laughs> guys, I think it might. Oh, we're just going to blame this on Trump's America, not... Just... Everything. <laughs> okay. I'm blaming everything on Trump's America. Okay. All right. Good enough. 
<laughs> I'm blaming the the retracted Steelers touchdown call on Trump's America. <sighs> All right, so this is topical for us because last week we discussed The Office and how none of us liked it towards the end. So, from TV line, <sighs> NBC's thinking about an Office revival. Huh. Oh, my God. Everyone I know who loves The Office is like... <gasps> Oh my god, I'm so excited. I can't believe they might do this. I will love it. It'll be so great. Blah blah blah. Really? Yes. Why? Because they're not thinking. <laughs> because they're not thinking. They're just thinking, I love the office. I just remember the good parts. I remember when it was funny and Michael was great and Jim and Pam were great and Dwight and well Dwight was always great consistently, but they're just remembering the good times and like not how bad it got and not what a bad idea this is. Yeah. It's a bad idea because they're continuing it off of the end. It it didn't it, it didn't even stay good through the end of its original run. Why would you think there's more story there? Well, yeah, like and it wasn't one of those like you know, I mean, you could argue that the you know, later seasons of Gilmore Girls weren't great, but it still it it got its shit to get back together and there was more story to be told. Mm-hmm. The office is done. It very and much it, is. It, it, it ended and got bad because it was done. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, The Simpsons. I could see a reunion special. Yeah, if but they could get everybody back together and just do like a one hour episode. Where are they now? It would work on the premise of the, you know, they made the documentary about them. Especially since that's how the British one ended. Exactly. Two things but to note a about this. Show? Two things to note about this. NBC has declined to comment on or confirm any details about this story. So there's that. And um, Michael Scott's not right. Steve Carell says yeah. he's not. Did not plans on bringing him back would be the only reason I would actually watch it if they brought him back. Maybe. Yeah, there's no. There's no way he'd want to do it. First off. They wouldn't be able to afford him now because right. he's a relatively huge star. Also, I, he would just never do it. Like, yeah, like he I'm wouldn't tra- want to return to that character. Nope. I'm thinking a lot of the leads, like Krasinski's too big, Ed Helms is too big. I don't know. It's weird. Kimmy uh, Schmidt's too big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ellie Kemper's too big. Kimmy Schmidt. Um, <laughs> what really surprised me about this story? Big. It's just going to be Kevin. <laughs> That's right. Mindy Kaling is too big. So many people came out of this. And I would think BJ Novak, even though he's not um, like a huge star, like I think he does a lot of work and work in TV and directing and writing and stuff. I don't think he would want to come back either. What surprised me most about this article is the fact that Will and Grace was a big hit for them. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't surprise me in the least. I, I, and that's why and that's why they're doing this. So thanks all you people who are watching that Will and Grace reboot. I don't know who you are. I don't either. That's the thanks. thing. <laughs> oh, they're just flipping between that and Big Bang Theory. <laughs> uh, okay, makes sense. That I can understand. Um well, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, there are no new ideas. So, um okay. coming from the Hollywood Reporter, Unfortunately, Dirk Gently, the Holistic Detective Agency, is not coming back. 
After two seasons, it's been canceled by the BBC, or excuse me, canceled the BBC America. And apparently, its second season did really poorly. <laughs> Less than 250,000 total viewers. Ouch. Yeah, that's not good. And I didn't help that, because I have not seen season two. So, sorry, Elijah. My bad. It's all your fault, Evan. It is my fault. I really Way like to the... let Douglas Adams down. <laughs> um, I really Personally. did enjoy that show, though. I will watch season two. Um, I feel like just the way they say this, December 16th season finale now winds up being the show's series ender. I feel like there might, like, I don't want it to be a cliffhanger. If someone out there has watched it, let me know if it's a cliffhanger. Because if it was, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't want that in my world. That unknown. So, yep. No more Dirk Gently. Um, okay, so... I don't understand how this is not a thing yet. But NBC will stream Sunday Night Football to mobile phones starting in 2018. I don't understand how they're they're separating all other mobile devices except for cell phones. I think there there's definitely a way to do that because there we we've encountered this before with streaming things like mm-hmm. streaming services like uh you know an Apple TV an iPad and an iPhone they're they're separate contracts entirely which is friggin weird but yeah. it's and right, but that you, is the uh, okay. the strange digital world we live in. So I don't trust it. And I don't like it. <laughs> uh, starting in 2018, you're gonna get starting with the Super Bowl. It looks like okay, you're gonna get uh, the NFL on your phone. Is that gonna help it? Do you th- I don't what know. do you think? You're the football watcher here, Karen. Um, I think the more convenient it is to watch football, the more likely it is people are gonna watch it. So. I think it'll help. Okay. I I know because I mean, it week, was I, uh, it was it was destination television, was football. Like people would sit down and watch football. It's not that yep. anymore. No. But I think it it can be. Uh, I think that people's lives the way they are now aren't the way they used to be when they did sit down and watch football, um, and so I think that this. Uh, is a move to like adapt to the changing times. Well, I mean, here's the other piece of it is that, you know, a big chunk of that happened. Like the whole, like people didn't football stopped being a destination thing was when the NFL gave exclusive rights to a dish or whatever direct TV. Like, now the only way you're watching every game is if you go somewhere that has direct TV or which, if you have direct TV or if you have direct TV like and that's not everyone in the country not by a long shot right and that this exclusivity hurt that and uh, I know it was probably a great deal for you know a, a bunch of the people involved at the time but I feel like you, you're talking long term here it hurt everyone and, and those kinds of exclusivity deals really bug me. But even and still, this is still an exclusivity deal because it's through Verizon's network. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, you can do it 
but only if you have this service. Hmm. But it's like it, it's freaking football for crying out loud. Everybody likes football, so they they're just you know playing that card. Like, well, we, we this is one of the best brands that there is, so we're just gonna holster this. And if you want to watch it, then you're gonna have to go through these channels to do it. And uh, I mean, I, I talked about it on on this show before and on Stone Age Gamer how they did the same thing with the football video games with Madden Football. It's like, oh, you want the NFL license? There is literally only one game that is allowed to use the NFL license. And that killed competition, and football video games have stagnated, and the sales have gone down. They're still a huge powerhouse, just like football on television, mm-hmm. but they're not what they used to be. And it's not some big mystery of like, oh, well, it's just uh, people aren't as into football anymore. It's like, no, people aren't all as into, well, uh, the only way I'm going to watch my team since I don't live, like, say I was a Cincinnati fan, but I don't live in Cincinnati. That means I have to go either go to a sports bar every single time I want to see my team play or hope that it is being played on one of the local channels. That's the only way it's going to happen. Which is not going to happen if you are a Cincinnati fan. No exactly. Cincinnati. <laughs> Precisely. Interesting. So, yeah, it's it's football's own fault that, that football is failing. Interesting. Well, now, I, I wonder if this will actually boost Verizon sales. Because Verizon is if one of the top two, I, I guess, if not the top one cell phone provider will this help it in sales i don't know it's weird i don't know if football has that big of a but that's just that's me i don't watch football let's go i mean like we have um but you know there there is definitely something to be said for being able to watch the game mobily wherever you are i mean Mm -hmm. we just experienced this last this last sunday where karen we sat down to eat dinner and so she popped open her ipad and kept watching the game at the table mm-hmm. and you know, it's it was ne- a special circumstance <laughs> i don't do this every week people yeah but it, it was neat to be able it was neat for her to be able to do that and i will remember that the next time there's a nintendo direct that i really want to watch <laughs> <laughs> leverage i wonder if this is going to actually carry over to fios because like i have will will it be available through because fios is a digital service through Verizon. Is that going to carry over to their, their set-top boxes? Or is it Probably just not, because, that, because that'll Im- impede their exclusivity with DirecTV. Whereas the mobile phones don't necessarily do that, because that's a different kind of contract. But if you're doing Fios, that's on your, that's on your television. You know yeah, what I mean? but if I have an iPhone, I could pull the app up and airplay it to an Apple TV, and it's on my television. Yes, which is what we were doing with... Uh, which is what everyone, not everyone, but we, we were very able to do with Amazon until very recently. There's a freaking Amazon video app on the phone. You just open it up and stream it to your television through your Apple TV. But there wasn't a native Apple TV app because that is a different contract. And it's, it's still freaking not there, stupid. right? It is there. It yeah. is. Oh, it just is. came. Awesome. Just came out like a, a week ago. And it's, oh, oh, it's wow. You know, it's, it's funny because today delightful. I was doing research on getting a, 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 an Amazon TV fire tv thing i said no no fuck it well, i think it's i have a fire now. stick somewhere cool as soon as i finish rolling through bojack horseman i'm gonna finish off tick and then i'm gonna move on to happy <laughs> yay plans all right let's let's okay let's talk about something that i am going to watch um roseanne's revival 
which I am actually gleefully looking forward to because I'm mad curious on how they're going to incorporate um, the other Becky. <laughs> Both Beckys, yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious to see how that, that happens. Um, but uh, we got a date. It's March 27th, 2018. It's going to be... Uh, I didn't realize it's going to be... That's not long from now. No. It's pretty That's soon. soon, you guys. Yeah, and I just <laughs> God, realized... Damn, I got to through Punisher. It's going to be on ABC. I didn't even think about that. I thought it was like a Netflixian type thing, but there you go. Net- Netflixian? Yeah. Uh, it's going to start with an hour-long special, and then it's... I don't... We're premiere on March 27th with an hour-long special. I don't know what day that is, <laughs> whether it's a Monday or a Tuesday, because it then says the show will settle into its normal Tuesday at 8 times spot. Time spot. So... I like time slot. Yeah, I was going to say slot and spot, but it together, they merged into one. <laughs> so there you go. Finally. And did was this trailer released before? Because this is like I the d- perfect trailer for this show. Just a little, same couch, same laugh, and then that laugh. And I feel like it's her doing the laugh new, but I'm looking forward to it. Want to see how I they bring Dan can't back. Look back to it? Want to see how they get Dan back and how they incorporate the other Becky? Because she's not playing Becky. <sighs> and finally, the last bit of non-news. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the New York Post: Long-suffering mother and her baby have been revealed as Netflix's obsessive B-movie rewatchers. So, apparently, on uh, Netflix has the ability to tell you how many times you've watched something. Now, that makes sense. What's creepy is, well, I'm not even going to say it's creepy. It's a little, it's a little crazy. This mother and her child have watched The Bee Movie 357 times this year. Now, there's, there's a reason. Apparently, whenever the child is at home, it cries until the B-movie is put on. <laughs> this poor woman has to suffer through countless rewatchings of the B-movie. I just feel bad for this mother, but oh. bravo to her. And when, I mean... And, she's, and she, I, they make it a point to say, yeah, when he's out and about, like, out of the house, he's fine. Really happy baby. He's great. Once he gets inside, it's inconsolable unless the B-movie is on. And he doesn't sit and watch it. Like, that was also That's another just point. Be on. It's just got to be on. There it is. Uh, just bless this mother, like, for just rolling with it. Like, okay, this is what my kid needs to be happy. I'm just going to ignore the fact that I've seen this movie 400 times in the last year. I'm just going to... I like her comment. I know every word of that film. I am completely fed up with it. We've tried Cars, Trolls, and other Disney films, but nothing works like the B movie. Poor woman. I feel for her, and I'm sure many other parents do. And I know this is a movie and not a TV show, but it's still Netflix, so it counts. (laughs) It's Netflix, so it counts. All right, that's it for the air quoting news. Hopefully, at the turn of the, the year, we'll get some better articles. Oh, we'll, we'll have two weeks. <sighs> That's it, people. 
Good night. <laughs> Chris, give your spiel. Hey, how you doing? <sighs> For the last time this year. Really? Yeah, isn't the next recording yeah, in a second? So. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Who knew? Make it a good well, one. I will. I'm I'm building up to it though because I'm actually uh, resizing resizing an image for uh, for Uh, the new site right now, and I don't want to stop in the middle of this. That's also a thing. Yeah, we're we're redoing our site. Maybe we can get it up there by the new year. Mm. I'm hoping for it. I don't know how much work there is to do, but I mean, I know how much work there is for me to do. But we don't need that all done before we launch the new site. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Set featured image. Fascinating for the listener. <laughs> well, oh, Evan's going to Technically, edit this I out. could edit this out, but there is a lot of work to rework a website for a new service. It's just the way it is. Little do people know how tirelessly we work. And we do it all for you guys because we love you. And it's true. We truly, truly do love you. I do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Damn right I do. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see, where were we? Well, uh, you can get in touch with us at mail at com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris, that's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at... Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at... Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new every single day. Back to you, Evan. Very good, sir. Thank you so much. So oh, you're welcome. Like I said, we will not be recording next week because it's like right on top of the holidays when we record. So um, we're taking the week off. So for this, technically we're done with our Christmas episodes. We each got one. Um, I will be picking the first show of the new year, and I have to make sure that this is okay. And I could simply do that by saying, Karen... Yes. If I request that we watch the Doctor Who 2017 Christmas special, is that <laughs> doable? Um, yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I, we might be able to fit that I, in. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we could fit that in. <laughs> so, Evan, also, yeah. I love you. I know. That was straight up just for you. I wanted to continue the Christmas love into the new year. So for our first episode of the new year, you are to watch... The Doctor Who 2017 Christmas special featuring the new Doctor. So, there you go. Once again, happy holidays to all of you out there. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm not your imaginary friend. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.